Hello, everybody. It's Kristen Brindley, and I'm here with the wonderful Trip Kelly. Thanks so much for being with us, Trip. Thank you, Kristen. Honored to be here. Yeah, honored to have you. So Trip is a, a very valued partner of DC Metro Real Producers, and his partner spotlight is in the January issue. If you haven't checked it out, page 18, definitely check it out. And Trip is a uh, um, with Socium Advisors, Northwest Mutual, and uh, he's a valued partner. He also um, is, their, their team is one of the top 500 in the country for their assets under management. And they've done it, and he's done it in a short relative period of time for how quickly he's grown. So I believe you have 800 million um, under asset management. And uh, that's, that's quite a that's quite a number, Trip. Uh, you know, can you tell us, you know, a little more about exactly what it is that you that you do and um, how you've you've grown that quickly? Yeah, uh, yeah, and thanks again for having me today. Um, it's it's you know a real challenge, I think, in, in in our world today for people to find trusted financial advisors and people to put in their kind of circle of trust when it comes to getting good direction on how to think about my balance sheet, my taxes, my investments, and uh, and how do I also talk to somebody that that also understands how the challenges of being in the real estate business work and investing in the real estate world work. Um, and that's ultimately what my partner Scott and I brought to the table is um, we, we just actually both have backgrounds in, in investing and in, in understanding the real estate business. My, my, I come from a, a background of family that has been investing in real estate for generations. And, and my dad's a, a real estate attorney down in Newport News, Virginia. And uh, we've always just been interested in understanding and, and knowing how it works. And, and I think our really significant growth has come from the fact that we help clients build a comprehensive financial plan and balance sheet that um, we're just not, I think a lot of financial advisors today are just pushing products and buckets that, that they specifically get compensated through. And, uh, and it's not really about what's the most efficient way for me to be holding debt, what's the most efficient way for me to be financing uh, properties or investing in different things, what's how do I think about funding a 401k or a SEP IRA or, or a traditional IRA? Um, do I have enough liquidity based on what my goals are over the next 12 to 24 months? Those are the kinds of questions and things that we're spending a lot of time focusing on with our clients. And I think they just appreciate the, uh, just the comprehensive and, and in-depth approach that we take. And, and it's, it's never about a sale. You know, I've got many, many clients that we've, you know, talked to for years before they've actually engaged with us and, and done something where we've actually gotten compensated for it. But um, people also just appreciate the, the patient nature and the, um, what's the word I'm looking for, the bedside manner that we take uh, when, when helping clients get to where they're trying to go. Well, it's a, it's a truly comprehensive approach. Like, you know, I've talked it through with you. We work with you. Like, um, I know a lot of top entrepreneurs and real estate agents that, that do. So um, I know you specialize in um, really comprehensively like helping these people. And um, yeah, I highly agree with all the things that you just said. Um, so did you always think you'd be in financial advising? No, uh, no, I actually, 
thought I was going to go into civil engineering. I was a, a guy who has always loved numbers and investing. Um, and I always, always kind of had a side hustle or in my first job was I got certified to be a lifeguard at 15 years old. And, um, and then as I kind of got into looking into some of the uh, investing that my dad was doing and development that he was doing in our hometown, he encouraged me to go to work for a, a, a civil engineer. And because he also knew my mathematics background. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool work. You get to get on the field and like help people lay out developments of, of, uh, of properties. And this is like, this is what I like doing. I really like complex problem solving. Um, but what ended up happening is, is that like school has never come really easy to me. I went to a liberal arts college. I was an applied mathematics major. And by the time I graduated and realized that I was going to have to go to school for another three years to get into the like, get into that civil engineering field. I was just burned out on school. I wanted to go to work. I wanted to go make money. And, uh, and so I had also been taking, my mom had forced me to take every other paycheck that I made and, and put it into a savings account. And then I started investing that and I was always invest in, interested in stocks. So um, I, I, when I chased my college sweetheart up here, um, my now wife, Sarah, I, and, and realized that it wasn't going to, go hard after civil engineering, I started interviewing with different financial services firms to uh, to give a try at, at financial planning. Well, and what's the first thing you did um, once you got started? Like, what did, how did you get started um, to have all this success? So I talked earlier about how uh, I think, you know, what's not great about, about the financial planning industry is there's a lot of like product, you know, product, pushing people that call themselves financial planners, but they're really just salesmen. <laughs> I did admittedly start out as an insurance salesman. <laughs> I was selling insurance for like the first five years of my career. Uh, every broker dealer told me that because I didn't have any prior sales experience that I needed to go and uh, I go get some sales experience doing something else for a couple of years. And then I could come back and work for Merrill Lynch or Morgan Stanley. Um, and, and Northwestern Mutual, uh, just decided to give me a shot and I was, you know, 23 at the time. And it's like, what, I don't even know what life insurance is, but they're like, well, this is how you get your start. So I was like, all right, well, sure. If you're going to give me a shot, I'll, I mean, I'll go shell. I said, I'd, I would, I had said I was just going to go sell widgets for two years. I'd sell anything to just get what I, to what I ultimately wanted. So that widget happened to be life insurance. And, uh, it wasn't just life insurance. It was life insurance, disability insurance, long-term care insurance. And, but ultimately what that did and the first thing I did in my first year when I was like, you know, Hey, I helped some people. I, you know, this was a vet, like, this was a good, I was doing well by doing well by others, which was like, you know, really important to me doing the right thing for people. Um, but I definitely like in the first year of doing it, I was like, not all in. I was like, just trying to figure out if I was, if this was going to be for me long-term. So then when they, like my manager sat me down and was like, Hey, you either need to get serious with this or you need to like hit the road. Um, <laughs> I hired a coach and I hired an assistant when I had no business hiring in a coach or an assistant. Cause I really didn't have any like reoccurring revenue or anything to like plan for that. But the coach, you know, helped me stay like, you know, it's kind of like my therapist, like stay on track, stay on path, like focus accountability, on, <laughs> focus on the daily controllables. 
And it was really that first five, six years was really about, and then once I did that, it was also really about investing in relationships. Um, so I spent a ton of time, uh, you know, my good buddy now, Bowman Keaty would say that, says that I'm, I was omnipresent. I was like, I was always around. Um, and I could just feel, you know, certain people in my circle that I, I just like knew that they were going places and that I needed to like, just be around whatever they were doing. And at some point they're gonna need, you know, have, they're gonna need for me, help for me to find more resources for them. <clears throat> um, so that's, you know, that's kind of the first thing that I did. I love it. You're, you are persistently adding value, adding value, adding value. And, and then when you have the client continuing to add value, <laughs> I feel like that is the, you know, hundred percent name of the game. And, and you caught on to it very quickly in, in uh, this career and, you know, good for you, Trip. Um, so if you were to give up three tips to people, you know, and, and how to get started or um, for entrepreneurs and real estate agents, like what are, what are three, you know, tips that you would give them? So I thought a lot about this question. I think, um, I think it's really important to have a good financial circle of trust. You know, you definitely need a good accountant, a good attorney, you need a good financial advisor. And it's kind of like, um, and, and you need those three people to kind of check up on each other. And if you're not working with an advisor, whether it's us or somebody else, you need to interview, I think a few people when you're first engaging. Um, if you need help with like a list of questions to ask when you're interviewing people, reach out to me. I've got a list available. I give it to people when they tell me they're, it's the first time they've talked to me as a financial advisor. And I encourage them to interview another person because you're going to get different answers to all the questions that I give. Um, and you're going to want to work with someone that is working, you know, with similar clients that have similar situations to you. You're going to want to work with somebody who takes a comprehensive approach. You're going to want to have a full understanding of how they get paid and like what kind of fees that you're going to be paying and not just like, what's your fee. You want to know like, what's my all in cost. Um, and and I think, you know, you really just, we've again experienced a lot of success because we understand the challenges to, again, investing in real estate, flipping houses, cost of capital and doing those things. Um, the challenges of having lumpy cash flow with a business um, and, and then how to align our client's balance sheet and their financial recommendations with um, with so that they're well prepared for when those challenges arise. And I think the other thing is that another suggestion that I would have is that, you know, a lot of times that you'll get advice that's completely spot on like tax or legal advice from an accountant or attorney, but it makes absolutely zero good financial business advice because a lot of times your accountant is just trying to lower you know, make that bottom line of what you paid to the tax man, the lowest possible number every year. And, and he's always kind of planning with things that have, or have already happened in the rearview mirror and planning in reverse rather than asking you what's coming for you in the next 12 to 24 months that we need to be thinking about before we go and put $50,000 into a SEP IRA. And then you can't touch that until you're 59 and a half. Those are the kinds of things that, you know, the questions that we're asking before we have people go and lock money up in places that you can't touch for 10, 20, 30 years. Um, and then um, I think it's just, 
you, you want to work with someone that is going to, that wants to help you grow net worth, not just assets that are tied at the company that they are brokered under, I guess is, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time like looking at, Hey, right now would probably be a good time to make a principal payment on that rental property. So we can, you know, get that paid off and turn that into a cash flow in, instrument versus a, uh, mostly debt service instrument. Um, you know, have somebody help you look at the big picture, not just like what's going on at, at you know, at their institution. Yeah. Or, or even at that moment that the entrepreneur or real estate agent, you know, that they're focused on, you can focus on the whole picture, which I love it. So what's been, you know, most challenging and like most rewarding for you, you know, in this, in this uh, position and in, in financial planning? The biggest uh, challenge has been, um, you know, we take a very uh, high touch, very in-depth approach with all of our clients. Every single client has a financial plan and we're managing lots of different moving parts and pieces. And, and we want to keep the same kind of uh, <clears throat> the same high touch deliverable as we continue to have more people calling in and saying, hey, we've heard such great things from so-and-so. Um, we'd like to sit down and talk with you. So it's really been, you know, my, in the last year, um, I've had to shift my, my thinking and my brain and mindset from, you know, I used to just be so just building business and trusted client relationships. And now it's building more team members so that we can continue to deliver on, we've now built up so much trust and such a good process for so many people that, you know, the words out and like more and more people are coming in and we don't want to, it's keeping the staffing capacity ahead of, of our curve uh, for as quickly as we're growing. And we are in a very niche uh, market and it's kind of, some of our positions are very hard to hire for. We had a hunt, we just put out a, uh, an open position for an executive assistant uh, in December and we had 120 applicants. And then we put out uh, an, an open position in January for what we call an, an, a, a service a service manager that's someone that sits on the team basically executing a lot of the paperwork and processing things. We had, we had four applicants in two weeks. So it's, you know, <laughs> it, it can be challenging to, to find people at times. So that's been a challenge. Um, and then the other, uh, the most, but the most rewarding thing has been as we've stuck with this and continued to grow and continued to deliver and continue to stay in touch with clients. I was just in December, like I, uh, was just laughing and I was saying, you know, to a client we were doing a review with, like, you guys get like the pat on the back of the year. Like I just looked back at the first financial plan that we ran for you in 2014 and your net worth was like $400,000. And here we are in 2020 and you've done what you've done in your, you know, career and your profession. You've continued to rise up the food chain and you've stayed, stayed so disciplined and staying in touch with us and looking at how do we need to be carving off certain pieces of profits from these things that I'm doing and tucking away in these different places and, and continuing to focus on that comprehensive financial plan and your kids' education and all that stuff. And, and your net worth is three and a half million dollars in six years. Like, I mean, it's, that is the stuff that like, just, I mean, 
I know it was amazing for them to hear and see, but like, it makes me feel so good that we're a part of that. And now they just bought uh, a lake house up at uh, Deep Creek Lake. And, you know, we helped them finance that. And like, now we're getting invites to come out, come up and visit there. And like, I mean, how, how, how awesome is that to be a part of all that? That's pretty darn great. And you get to change people's lives, like, and their, their family tree, their legacy. I think, yeah. I think that's a pretty, pretty rewarding, pretty big deal. I love it. Um, well, so uh, what, what do you feel really is your different differentiator and uh, what's the next big step for you? Uh, the big differentiator, I think, is two things is, again, the balance sheet approach, not just product focus, being agnostic to products. The second thing is having a really, really, really great, talented team behind me. Um, you know, I could be the smartest guy in the world, and I'm certainly not. Like, I am fully admitted that I, I, am, I am an aggregator of resources for people. And I just get my gas off of being a connector to make things happen. You know, I'm really great in that I love to do the client facing and marketing related things. And my partner, Scott's like the, the, the very talented growth and staffing and visionary person of, of where the thing is going to go. And the two of us combined together. And, and he's also one of the most amazing strategic advisors I've ever come across. Um, but the two of us combined together have been able to continue to attract and retain great talent. Um, because again, him alone, there's really, there's no way we, he could have done what he's done or, or, and there's no way that I could have landed, a you know, a guy when I was 20 seven years old who sold his company for over eight figures and trusted his money, all that money with us. Like there's no way I could have done all that on my own as a 27 year old with like one or two staff people. Um, so our, our differentiator is that we just have a fantastic team that with a, that we're constantly training and, and, and investing back into to know that every client's going to get the same, experience and deliverable and the same high touch environment that everybody else does, whether they've got a half a million bucks with us or, or 10 million bucks with us. So. I love it. So for this year, like, what is it that you want to accomplish this year? And, uh, um, what do you think is your biggest reason for success for you personally? This year, um, is again, staying ahead of the hiring curve. We've got some big positions to hire this year. Um, I'm very excited that we've already just checked a really big box. Last week, we, um, we officially made our third equity partner and Michelle Magner, um, who look her up. She's an amazing gal and works with a lot of our local DC real estate producers. A lot of people know Michelle. She's amazing. Um, if you have compass stock options that you need help combing through, she is the guru at getting a good understanding of that. Um, and she's been a part of the team for longer than I have and, and has put in so much hard work and effort. And, and, uh, we've, and she became an equity partner as of Sunday uh, last week. So it's been a really big, really, and then we've been working on that for well over a year. Um, and so the rest of this year is really going to be, um, We've got four open positions to hire. Um, 
and just getting those seats filled. The other thing is, is that we're, we're I did also last year bring on a, uh, a marketing person to help us with just getting our kind of social media and online presence more just kind of tied up with all of our team members on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and still, still a lot of work to be done there, honestly. Um, but Jenny, who I've hired, um, who we just brought on board, she's really going to be helping out a lot with that. And then just coming up with like, what's the new norm of marketing in this COVID world? We're doing more webinars, um, more, you know, interviews like this, um, getting involved in our kind of niche communities, like, um, and, and, and just, you know, giving information, empowering people with information. There's a lot of stuff to also be aware of with this changing administration and different tax policies and things are going to be changing. So we're going to be keeping clients, uh, you know, on, on top of that. And what are some different things we need to be thinking about as, as a part of that administration change. And so it's going to be another busy year. <laughs> it is going to be another busy year. And what, what do you feel is, um, you know, your big reason for your, your personal success trip? Like what's kind of your secret weapon of, of, um, you know, your differentiator personally, do you think? You know, it's, uh, it's really, I think it's really not that complicated. Um, I think my, uh, again, like I've always been the guy to be the first to say that I don't know the answer to that question, but I promise I'm going to get back to you and I'm going to find somebody who really knows their SHIT about it and, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to get you a great answer back. And, um, and it's showing up and, you know, putting the work in like this, you know, I, I um, got three kids at home, so it's a little bit harder to get in the office every morning at 730. But that was that was the deal back before I had kids, you know, it's putting the work in. It's 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 just um, telling people that you're you don't know what you don't know, but you're going to find the answer for them. And and you're going to, you know, just give, you know, be the go giver. Right. Um, Go givers get more. And, uh, and I'm always like wanting to be the resource person, whether it's something that it's related to uh, something we get compensated on or not. Like I can't tell you how many refis and mortgage re resources that we've done this year, debt refinances, you know, we don't get paid anything on that, but ultimately it helps my clients improve their cash flow. Um, and, and it's, you know, just having a network of really fantastic people to, uh, I've always just had a really great network to, to provide to my clients and been that resource person. So I think that's, I, I think that's, yeah, I think that's what, and, um, I think you're very, very likable and trustable because you, uh, because you are authentic with your answers. So I would have to personally agree with that. Um, so why, why real producers? Like, um, why did you, uh, become part of real producers? Well, again, I'm, I'm the marketing mind um, when it comes to social advisors, and um, I'm always, uh, I think it's very important to stay top of mind, visible in our kind of niche markets that we that we focus on, and, and the DC real estate market is is definitely one of them. So, uh, so when I was approached by by Kristen Brindley, the lovely, um, I was, you know, it was kind of a no-brainer. Like, I'm I'm always wanting you know, people to have more places to see your face and then, you know, reminder of, oh, I need to 
get back with trip about so-and-so or I know I need to introduce trip to so-and-so or I need to like blah, 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 blah. So um, it was kind of a no brainer and, and it's, it's been great. So, and, and having access to, to Kristen has been an added bonus. <laughs> Thank you, Trip. I, uh, we really appreciate you here at um, DC Metro Real Producers and you all heard it here at DC Metro Real Producers. Make sure you check out his story, um, this YouTube and podcast. And, uh, um, you know, Tripp's great to work with. So yeah, thank you so feel, much. Feel free to hit up our website, Facebook, Instagram, if you want to set up a call or just, a, you know, no obligation interview. If you have any, if you're having any reservations about any of the trusted advisors in your network, happy to just get, schedule a 30 minute call just to learn more about each other. And what's your website? We're going to put it below right here. SA.NM.com. SA.NM.com. All right, everybody. Um, Make sure you tune in and check that out. Have a have a meeting with Trip. Right, let's have a good day, everyone. Thank you so much, Trip. Honor to have you. Have a good one. All right. Bye, guys. Yeah.